I'm Tara Gray, and today in Henrico, I am speaking with Paula Buckley, Director of Outreach and Public Affairs with GRASP. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. Welcome. I um, would like to just get straight into GRASP. It's a nonprofit charitable college access organization. Uh, your website is grasp for the number four va.org and you guys are on social media correct yes we are okay yes we are do you want to share that and then maybe your contact information or the contact information that you would like listeners to have okay um on facebook it's grasp g-r-a-s-p the numeral four and virginia spelled out Okay. Um, that's one of the main ones that we use because we, we tend to share a lot of information from other sources related to, you know, college and um, financial aid and, and that sort of thing. So that's the one that I'll mention now. But we do have others if you go to our website, which is, as you mentioned, www.graspthenewworldforva.org. Okay. And my name is Paula Buckley, and my email is pbuckley at grasp 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 the numeral four va.org okay great what is grasp okay we are a nonprofit, as you said career and college access organization we were started back in 1983 at that time we were you know much smaller and we were started by um, then senator walter stosh and um, Ray Garjula, who was a career educator, and both of them had been talking and realized that oftentimes, you know, they're really smart or, you know, students have a lot of resources oftentimes and opportunities for them, but then, you know, a lot of the other students sometimes don't really know, you know, what the path is mm -hmm. um, to get to their educational goals. So GRASP was started to focus specifically on the financial aid piece for education and training after high school. So right now, this year, um, we had 87 high schools in Virginia. We're all in the greater Richmond area, um, the Tri-Cities, but we're in also other areas of the state, some areas in the west, northern neck, some of the southern um, counties. And our main model is uh, the advisors who are in the high schools. They're typically there one day a week, and they work with students and families first to educate them about the financial aid process, to help them with the what's called the FAFSA, which is the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, which is really the basis that colleges use to determine what financial aid you may get or be eligible for. And then um, we help them look for scholarships. Um, in the spring, we can help explain when schools send them a financial aid award information. We can explain what it means, how much they may, may still have to pay, you know, if it's not all covered, and which in most cases it's not. Right. So, and our services are free. Wow, that's great. I know advisors is helpful to to anyone. I mean, really to anyone. But, you know, there there are a lot of questions when students are, thinking about starting to fill out the FAFSA. I know many, many years ago when I was filling out the FAFSA, it was on paper and each question had to be bubbled in and yes. it was, you had to mail it in. And I remember then how overwhelming just applying was, just doing everything that you need to do before you're even considered accepted or a college student, making sure you don't miss deadlines, you know, navigating all of that. I was doing that alone. Right. Learning and as I was going on my own. And 
I just, I think this is just so wonderful that students have the ability to have someone, I don't want to say holding their hand because then it sounds like that they're not capable, but really helping. And a lot of these students are first time, you know, maybe it's the first time they're ever seeing. Exactly. And we help any student in the schools that we're at, but we really try to focus and reach out to, you know, lower income, first generation who may not have somebody at home who's been through the process, (laughs) understands the different things you need to do. And actually, a lot of times people don't realize if they're planning to go to college, there's two different tracks. There's the application track, which goes to the Office of Admissions, and that's totally separate from the financial aid track. And we're where they can reach out to get help with that financial aid track. And that's the one that's really confusing because it's all well and good if you get accepted somewhere, but if you can't figure out how to pay for it, you know, you may not get there. And we, we explain... Um, you know, the different options. We're big proponents of the community college because the cost to go there is about a third to a half of what it costs yeah. to wish these wise for, say, a public career college. But we want people to right. explore all options and we're able to talk about all of them, you know, so that they at least get exposed to the fact that, oh, well, if, I, if this doesn't really work out, well, I could still do this, maybe do that for two years and get my associates and transfer. So we, we ex- mm-hmm. you know, we explain that, that kind of information. Um, so that students and families realize that, that there, there are many ways to get to a goal. And it's not necessarily always what you think is going to happen, um, but you can still get to your goals. Right, exactly. I know I felt like I was always chasing a deadline. You complete one deadline and get everything done and don't relax because yes. there's another deadline. Yes, coming. we emphasize so. reading your email because so much now is, um, you know, you don't get a lot of paper mail you know, from schools, right. so you get emails. So we emphasize, read your emails or whatever. You know, and sometimes students will say, well, oh, I got this, but, you know, I didn't read it. And we're like, you really need uh, to read it. If you have uh-huh. any questions, that's the kind of thing to ask us because we'll help you sort through. Right. And, you, and like you said, deadlines. Exactly. You don't want to miss something because that could yeah. mean getting some financial yeah, yeah. aid or not. And that's the other thing. You know, exactly. things like doing that FAFSA as soon as you can in the year. It's available for seniors October 1st every year. It used to be January 1st, now it's October 1st. So the sooner you do it, the better, because for some schools, if they right. have institutional aid, um, oftentimes they will look at you know the students in their eligibility categories um, who had their, their FAFSA completed sooner may be able to be in a better position to get more financial aid. So you can't be you know, doing things early and looking ahead. And even before you're a senior, the more students and families can start thinking about this, you know, in high school, in middle school, um, we have a pilot program that we started um, a year ago in middle, in three middle schools now, um, where we're at least exposing students to some of this terminology, some of these ideas, so that they're thinking about things, what they might need to do. Um, and then the other continuum for our programs, so we have that on the lower end middle school. We have, um, you know, we're in the high schools, and then we have what you call a college success program for students who are in college, and it's an email-based program, um, and the advisor emails like once a month. If they participate, they can apply for what we call our college success scholarship because we do have some college success scholarships each year, and then the past several years we have been fortunate enough to be able to award scholarships. Uh, we call a last dollar scholarship at each school that has an advisor, as well as some community college pathway scholarships for students 
who are planning to start at a community college and either get an associate's degree or transfer. So those all those grass scholarships, though, you have to have met with a grass advisor. So that's why we want people to, you know, if you're at a school that has grass, make sure you, you ask your counselor, you know, when's the grass advisor available? And we've, we actually had to go remote now because of the pandemic. Um, so yeah. um, we are able to do, you know, phone and email and, you know, Google meetings or that kind of thing. Um, we also have a texting program through the summer. It used to be just the summer between senior graduation and when they went off to college. This year, because of the pandemic, we invited all the students that we had met with if they wanted to participate. So we have close to, I guess, close to 1,500 that are in that. And it's basically... They get a couple texts a week with just little reminder information um, and helpful information, you know, about college. They can text back. So that's been another good outlet for us to be able to reach the students who now are all of a sudden, you know, like I said, we were in the, the schools once a week. And, you know, like everything else, everybody's having to figure out, okay, how do I get my answers now? So we're still available. Okay, right. I was just going to say that I know there's a list of the Henrico County Schools that you guys um, go into. It's on yes. the website, but that that you guys are available now um, with, you know, not really knowing what the start of school is going to be like beyond September. So that's good. That um, How would, okay, so is it normally parents that are reaching out? To you with questions that want to match up their their student or how okay usually well, like I said when we were in school um the at the large high schools the advisor would go into some of the senior English or government classes and just introduce themselves and say this is who I am this is what I do okay you can take appointments for counseling um, we are we are still in the process of finalizing how we're going to be able to reach out. Um, to students, because some schools are going to be totally remote, some are going to be in school, so that's still being yeah. sorted out. One way or another, whether we're still in your school or not, the counseling office is going to be your, the conduit for a parent or a student to find okay. out the best way to get in touch with us. Um, uh, be, and once you know school starts, will be the schools will know, you know, what the, what the method is going to be, depending on which right, school system right. they're in. Like I said, it's, it's all up in the air. Exactly. But either way, I mean, we, we do have an um, info at grasp for VA email um, that, you know, things get forwarded if people do have questions. Um, but it's, you know, this next year is going to be an, another learning process for everybody, as, you know, the past several months have been. Yes. Um, but we are very resourceful in trying to, if people reach out to us, we figure out a way to be able to assist them because, you know, our goal is to really ensure career and college access for all students. Um, we don't want them to have a stumbling block of not knowing where to go, where to yeah. turn. Um, we're the kind of organization that we're, most of us that work there, a lot of us have had other careers. For instance, I'm a retired Marine Corps officer, but, you know, they, people want to, they just are in this position because they want to help and they really um, are passionate about helping students yeah. get to the next whatever goal it is that they have. That's great. Donations, obviously, that's a big part of yeah. the GRASP. Did you want to talk a little bit about how listeners can give, yes. maybe how um, you've been impacted, how the donations have been impacted from COVID what? because you guys that's how you the scholarship yes. program it's you know our advisors are paid because we're trained to do what we do and um you know it's not we're not just specifically volunteers but then you know we we the funding like I said we've been able to in the past several years give some scholarships at each school so you know donations help go towards that um 
So there is definitely, you know, a need because that's how we do what we do. Um, and because our services yeah. are free. I mean, there, there are other entities where you might, you know, go and, and pay for services, but our services in the schools that we're at are free of charge. Um, and like I said, because we really are wanting to help the students, as I mentioned before, especially students who may, may not have somebody in their family or whatever who has been through the process. Um, those right. are the students we really, really want to be able, you know, for them to know that we're available and there to help and we do not charge. Um, so um, there, there is a give That's section so on our website. Um, so people, um, you know, can either donate online. We have a couple of, you know, you can donate online. You can, you know, send funding if you have stock. You know, we have a stock option too. People are interested in that. Um, but, you know, we appreciate any support that we can get. And, and the other way that you can help us is tell others. Um, because so, so often if yeah. you talk about what we do is not like flashy or exciting because it's, you know, financial aid. But when people start hearing about what we do, they're like, wow, that's really important. We're like, yes. But it's not like you could make it look really, you know, snazzy and exciting. Um, but it's crucial if you're trying to, you know, further your education, you got to figure out how to pay for it. Um, and so being able to, yeah, well, for people to be able to say, hey, I heard somebody talking about this grass proof, um, you know, look us up because, you know, that's, that really helps us is when people talk about us and, you know, let others know about what we do and how we can help, you know, students and families. Yeah. Right. Well, I know for parents of a potential college student, it is exciting. <laughs> right. So, uh, I, yes, and, it is. Yeah. Sometimes um, the students aren't as excited. And what's interesting, too, is I, I mentioned well, the, the college not. success program, and that continues to grow. Um, and then actually once they graduate, we – um, if they if they want to answer some questions and stuff for us, they're the ones that we highlight in our newsletters. But it's interesting, you know, once they're in college, it really becomes a reality, and they're much more involved, I guess, in the whole financial aid piece. Mm. You know, because up until you actually are there, it's it's it may not make as much sense to start with, but then once you're really in it, right. so. Um, but parents, you know, students were you know we're we're available to help as we can. That's great. I know. I um, remember thinking when I was doing this process by myself, learning as I was going, like I said, I remember thinking that the process just in the beginning to get started would probably weed out a certain portion yes. of students because it's... And, and now the, that yeah. FAFSA, you said you did it on paper. Now it's online. And the thing yeah, is, was, you know, I know. there's yeah. little, um, I call them red lights, you know, when you do something on a computer and it won't let you go forward. You know, because you, whatever. And yeah. and the thing is, if you're doing it with somebody from GRASP helping you, we've been around enough to know what to say, oh, we'll try this or do that, or we'll call the FAFSA hotline. So yeah. that's the other advantage of doing it, um, you know, with a GRASP advisor reaching out to us to help because it can, you know, oftentimes people might just say, well, this is too hard. I'm not going to continue on when we could just either say, oh, well, that's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all you have to do is, you know, this out or the other. So we're familiar with, you know, little yeah. hiccups like that that may occur because it's now online. Yes. And, you know, there's, um, you know, just getting the signature part in it. And there's just little hiccups that can, you know, happen along the way. But we have yes. enough people doing yeah. this to, you know, be able to talk to each other and say, oh, well, this is what, you know, needs to happen, you know, for that. So we can help people get to where they need to to get it completed. Mm-hmm. 
Right, yeah. I want to add really quickly that GRASP is a four-star charity and a member of National College Attainment Network. Really quickly, okay. what is that? The, the four-star charity rating, um, Charity Navigator um, is one of the top, I guess, charity um, reviewers, I guess, in the country. And so GRASP, for the, we just received for the sixth year four stars. So it's like transparency. They look at your financials, how you do things. Um, and so that, you know, that means that they basically think that we're a pretty, a pretty okay organization. Um, and then as yeah. far as NCAN, that National College Attainment Network, that is a, um, a network of access organizations like ourselves throughout the country. Um, they work to do whatever, you know, is necessary to try to help students achieve their goals. Um, for instance, you know, different legislation may be happening. One of the things right now they're talking about is possibly doubling the Pell Grant, which is a federal grant for students who are in lower income categories. Right now it's right around $6,000. There's there's talk about possibly doubling that. Um, but one thing this NCAN group is doing next week is they're, they're asking access organizations like us, which we're going to participate, to talk to the various um, congressional staffers about, you know, what we do and how that would help, you know, the impact of how that would help students. Um, because, you know, for many of the students that are eligible for the Pell Grant, if they could get double that amount, there's that much less debt. Or in some cases, it may mean they would go to school instead of not, you know, because the costs are so much. So it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, or get that extra fourth class that they right. need to So this network, they, they provide webinars. Yeah. Um, uh, to you know, educate people. They're having one coming up about the FAFSA, about different ways to communicate now that we're all in this, a lot of cases, virtual environment. So it's it's kind of right. groups like us, it's a way for us to connect nationally because there's so many people. And all these groups, they're all, they may each do it a little bit different the way they do it, but the goal for all of them is to help students achieve their educational goals. Right. Yes. Paula, I'm so glad that you wrote in. I got to be honest with you. I had never heard of GRASP um, until your email. So I, I want to say thank you again for taking the time to write in because then that made it possible for us to speak today and have you share about GRASP. This is such a great organization. So I'm, I'm really excited. Well, thanks to so much to for share allowing this. us to talk about it. 